Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello there. Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. We are here with my amazing guest, Arthur Revechkis. He is the founder yeah. of Zakuska Vodka, which is a shooting vodka, um, specially made for celebrations and great occasions so that when you want to celebrate some great, great, phenomenal aspect of your life, you want to think of this vodka, right? So That's exactly well, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So welcome, Arthur. How are you? Tell us about yourself. Tell us about who you are, and what you do. Oh, I love your energy right now. I'm doing well. <laughs> Things are good. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm hanging out in Maine for a couple of days here, just seeing some trees and stuff. But uh, I live in Brooklyn. Uh, I've been working on this vodka for about a year and change. Uh, kind of really started during COVID and lockdown where I was bored out of my mind, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people were. But uh, some background, I was born in Russia, uh, big vodka drinking community. Um, in Eastern Europe in general. Um, and we immigrated to the United States when I was about eight years old. My family, we moved to uh, Washington Heights, lived there for a little while. Then we moved to Jersey, lived there for a little while. And then since since graduating college, I've lived in New York City, mostly in Brooklyn. So, so this vodka kind of was born out of that, you know, uh, spending a lot of nights at my parents' dinner table, watching them hang out with their friends, sing songs, my parents were both very, very musical. My mom went to uh, college for music and my dad uh, put on plays and uh, played music and stuff. So so dinners would involve, you know, a lot of jokes and stories and then singing songs and, uh, and doing shots of, uh, of vodka to sort of, you know, punctuate events and celebrate events. Um, so that's kind of a quick origin story. That's awesome. And I know you talked about how they're into music and I see that you're also a musician as well. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I just finished a record, actually. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So is that one of those things that help you? Because when I think of vodka, I think of celebration and all of that. I mean, of course, you're usually in a nice lounge or in a nice place and you're with your friends yeah. and shooting. And so what kind of music would you say is playing if you had to? Like, is it some of your music in the background? Like, what would that experience be? Um, no, I usually get creeped out when somebody puts on my music. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't like being in the room, you know, like it's hard to kind of listen to yourself or at least I have a hard time doing it. But, um, yeah, so, um, I don't know. I usually like, you know, lounge kind of music, either jazz or hip hop. Um, when it's, when it's sort of at somebody's house and somebody's playing piano, it's kind of like singer songwriter kind of music or, uh, my dad sings a lot and is super, super good at it. Uh, and he writes songs as well. So he'll, you know, either play one of his old songs or like a song like from his childhood. Um, so it's that kind of vibe. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm sure vodka would fit into that setting, of course, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I, you know, 
the thing that's awesome about shooting vodka, uh, if I can get off on a little tangent here, <laughs> is uh, it's like the ultimate drinking together, right? You know, like if you and I are hanging out and you're having, you know, a cocktail and I'm having a glass of wine or something like, yeah, we're in the room and we're drinking, but like, we're not really drinking together. We're kind of mm-hmm. drinking our own thing at our own pace. Whereas with a shot of vodka, um, especially an ice cold shot of vodka, it, if you and I are hanging out, then we would sort of, you know, clink glasses and we would drink the same vodka at the same exact time at the same pace, you know, like it's, it, it's much more of like a symmetry there that I think has like a real impact on like the interactions that all the people are having, um, which I think is just a very special thing about it. Right. And it's all about connection. Right. It, it's like you get. To that's connect. exactly right. Yeah. I mean, and even when I think of the word spirits. Right. Um, and that's what we call liquor and things like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Th- there is a connection that it has when it comes to the spirit aspect. Right. So yeah. being able to celebrate with someone that you really, especially those momentous occasions and to be able to share that special moment with someone who's maybe a kindred spirit or something in that yeah. moment. Yeah. In that For moment, sure. you connect with each other, right? And on a deep Absolutely. level. Absolutely. And you make eye contact. And, yes. Um, I don't know if you've um, done much reading about like body language and stuff like that, but there was a point in my life where I was very into it. And um, I read a couple books about it. And, and sort of the, the common thread through all these books is that when human beings tend to like each other, they tend to mirror each other's physical movements. Right. Um, you know, so if you notice people that are very, very close to each other they'll like do very similar physical things and when you have people that just meet each other and they start to like each other um so i think there's something very real about like you know lifting the glass up at the same time you know and clinking it and drinking at the same time putting it down at the same time like that physical motion of doing it together making eye contact um i think that has like a real sort of bonding thing that happens sort of innately yeah um which which is nice it's it's a bummer that I feel like shots have kind of been hijacked by like fraternities and younger kids and to be kind of like this idea of binge drinking. Cause that's, you know, that's very much not the world I grew up in. It, okay. it didn't have anything to do with binge drinking or like trying to get drunk. It was, it was more of like a, you know, kind of like a punctuating special moments kind of thing. It was like the exclamation point at like the end of some evening that's mm-hmm. celebrating a holiday or birthday or somebody's awesome achievement whatever it was or whatever, just Saturday. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I definitely agree because huh, the, the art of the, the, the cheer <laughs> is yeah. kind of a lost, it's become like a lost art form, especially with social media and everything people will, um, it can kind of become diluted in a sense. And this, yeah. this vodka yeah. in itself is the vodka that you shouldn't dilute because it's something that, because of the flavors and the experience and the yeah. whole yeah, you don't want to dilute the entire experience, right? So for sure, part of the reason yeah. why you don't want to really mix it with any cocktails, correct? That that's exactly right. So so um, for those interested in a little bit of history here, in general, vodka is kind of a grain neutral spirit, which means that you know the gold standard is for the vodka to have as little taste as possible, be as clean as possible, um, and that's kind of been the majority of you know eastern european vodkas that are made from like wheat and potato and those kinds of things rye even um but the this vodka is a little bit different this vodka is made from uh wheat and corn um it's made from wheat in ohio called the uh, red winter wheat uh which uh just sounds really cool i <laughs> i don't uh <laughs> um i was just very excited about that name but the other really special thing about this vodka is that it's unfiltered. So um, 
the trend in vodka for the last, I don't even know how long has been to distill vodka, you know, a hundred times and filter it a hundred times over crystals and charcoal and like all sorts of things uh, to try to get that sort of very clean, tasteless spirit. Um, I remember listening to an interview with Dan Aykroyd. I don't know if you've seen the skull vodka in some stores. Yeah. Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes. So that's Dan Aykroyd's vodka. Um, and he filters his vodka over crystals. And I remember there was an interview with him where he's talking about why he does that. And he essentially said, I don't know, there's no like real point. And like, the, there's so much, I don't know, silly marketing stuff around it, but um, this walk is unfiltered. And the benefit of that is that it retains flavor and taste. Um, so this isn't for better or for worse. This is not going to taste like a regular vodka. It, I will send you a bottle once I have a bottle in hand, you know, so you'll be able to understand this. Um, but it has like a real flavor. It has a real smell. Um, it, it has a lot of natural sweetness. It's a super, super pleasant shot. Um, and um, quick side note, in general, shots aren't standardized, whether it's one and a half ounces or two ounces or one ounce. I really like one ounce shots. I think anything more than that is just way too much liquid. Uh, and plus you get to do more if it's one ounce, you know, if you're doing right. two ounce shots, that's a very early evening, I feel like. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, right. So this vodka is unfiltered. Um, you keep a bottle in the freezer and when you're celebrating something cool, you have a friend you haven't seen in a long time and you want to catch up and you want to have that moment of bonding. And um, this is this is the one to do that with. That's amazing. And I think that's a, a great way to really, like you said, punctuate um, a momentous occasion and to be able to have yeah. a resonated vodka that you're able to do that with. Because vodka for me is, it, like you said, it's usually that real, it tastes like nothing to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. And I guess that's why it's good to mix in drinks and such. But sure. I, I, I do prefer to have an experience when I drink or if I shoot something. I, I definitely want it to feel as if something is happening. Like there's some kind of a party in my mouth, kind of like the same as you yeah. wine, and you're kind of just enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, you know, this vodka isn't geared for like, you know, I don't know, early 20s people, right? Like this vodka is geared for people who like are adults and know how to drink and like enjoy alcohol um, in a different way than you would when you're just trying to feel, you know, a certain way. Um, yeah. And like, there's an element of like ceremony about it. And um, I have these like really, really, really cute um, sort of egg cups that are aluminum okay. um, that I drink it out of. And what's really nice about it is when you take the bottle out of the freezer and you pour it into these aluminum cups, uh, cups, they, the uh, cups immediately frost over Ooh. like on the outside. And it's just like, you know, it feels uh, very cold and like, it's it's just like a pleasant experience all around and you have some snacks there and you have some music going it's 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 uh it's a real treat i you know i i love the thing so much <laughs> which is why i wanted to do it um uh i suppose if i didn't there would be there would be no interest in it right 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 absolutely i mean it's a passion right <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 very much is. And and it's an art form. And of course, with you having your musical background, you understand that there's the, the, the importance of art and the artistic nature 
of experiences yeah. and doing things. So this is not just like you said, not something just to get drunk. It's it's about the art form and about appreciating yeah. and all of that. So um, absolutely, to, yeah, yeah. So talk to us about some of the traditions that led to you wanting to create and capture this experience in the bottle, essentially. So I know yeah. I know a lot of it. It goes back to how you were brought up and your family. Um, but talk about yeah. the European aspect, like you mentioned about the Eastern European drinking culture. And how the modern day trends have kind of influenced that or enhanced it or maybe diluted it. Talk to that. A yeah. Bit. So so there's this uh, there's this old thing that used to happen back in the day, like when Russia was a communist country, when my dad was, you know, 19 or 18. I remember he would tell me these stories and and what you know, and I'll preface this by saying that I'm sort of romanticizing this idea um, which I have a tendency to do with a lot of things, but, um, um, so what would happen is vodka would be sort of issued to people, um, and they'd have to pay some amount of money for it. And what would happen is because individual people would have trouble affording a whole bottle on their own, you would have, you would have people who, if they were in the mood to drink, they would sort of stand outside a liquor store and they would hold two fingers on their chest. And those two fingers signified that they were looking for two other people to split a bottle with. Oh. So let's say I was walking by and I saw somebody standing there. I would stand next to them and you could be complete strangers. I would go stand next to them. And then that person and I would hold one finger on our chest, signifying that we're waiting for one more person. We find our third person who's called a troika, which is just another word for three. And the three of us would pool our money. We would buy a bottle of vodka we would go hang out somewhere, whether it's whatever, somebody's apartment or a park or something and chill and drink this bottle of vodka and then go about our our day or whatever it is, right? So you have these sort of three people come together who are relative strangers, hang out for a day, become best friends for a couple of hours over a bottle and then go about their day. You know, I, um, I was always really, really into that story. I love the idea of like random strangers becoming like friends for, for a minute. Um, um, so that was like a real thing that happened because, right. And, you know, it comes from a place of poverty and some negative things, obviously. And like I said, I'm definitely romanticizing the uh, nice parts of it. Uh, but that's the thing that would happen uh, when my dad was younger. And I think that's it, as it's evolved now, I've been back to Russia one time since we immigrated and left. And honestly, drinking culture was like seemingly similar to what it is here, especially among younger kids. Um, I'm not sure as far as like my parents and their friends and their families, it's pretty, pretty much stayed the same as it was when we first immigrated. Uh, it's people around the dinner table, having some snacks, having some food, sharing stories, um, having vodka when somebody has something like funny or poignant or touching or sweet to say, yeah. um, that's just kind of what it's always been. I, um, the label for the bottle um, actually has my dad and my mom in it. Like it's like a scene. Um, I'll send it to you after we uh, jump off the call. Sorry, I didn't send it before. Um, and yeah, my dad is a bartender and my mom is um, sitting at the bar, um, which is not dissimilar from how they met when they were wow. young. Yeah. That's amazing. And um, I know you said you were romanticizing it, but I really think that when you think about luxury, you think about a lot of the things that we do today that are considered luxurious. A lot of it started from poverty and it's just been enhanced, like eating lobster. Yeah. Lobster is the, <laughs> like, yeah, <that's... laughs> 
even yeah. lobster in itself wasn't a delicacy before. It was something that poor people ate. And now it's all of a sudden. Yeah, that's a very good call. Yeah. yeah. Um, even in my culture, because I'm Haitian. Um, and in my culture, okay. um, a lot of the foods that used to be seen as something that poor people ate are considered delicacies now. And it's a fortune yeah. to get to. So for sure. Um, so even with that story that you were telling about um, how people were able to split the bottle and just the idea of strangers coming together. I mean, that's a representation of, of everything that you're saying about what, what it means to be able to take a shot and that synergy and that chemistry yeah. and that connection that you're building. Right. So I see yeah. that, especially with the brand that you're creating, um, I see that that's a great way to position it and trying to recreate those moments where strangers yeah. come together and enjoy people and enjoy each other and share that moment. And yeah. in that way, I think that's an amazing way to that's, that's like changing the world one drink at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I love one that. One shot yeah. at a time, you know, because I mean, yeah. with so many stressful things going on and when you think of drinking a lot of times, you, you want to associate it with just the good nature of just having a good time and just being around good company and to be able yeah. to just relieve some stress and some tension. So to be For able sure. to, and a lot of times people go to bars by themselves. So yeah. I, I don't yeah, think there's it's a time and a place for all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. And I don't think it's so far fetched that to see, two people who are at the bar who don't know each other, take a shot together. And maybe, yeah. they, maybe they do that sign and they know they look like <laughs> to take a shot with them. And yeah. then it becomes like this new, new, this new thing that's associated with your vodka where people just That'd know if they're cool, in the bar, right? they go like this, like, Oh, he wants to do a shot. Two shots, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. That would be a really, really fun thing to uh, try and bring to Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. I mean, and that's what it's about. It's about really kind of, I guess you could call it like a throwback, but just kind of just going back into what makes us who we are and just seeing how we can modernize it and bring it back and make it just a little bit more sophisticated and create a yeah. that we can all call our own and kind of do a callback to who we were and how we've evolved over time. Yeah. What it's all about, you know? Yeah. So, so this is kind of, you know, just to ask you a question, this is kind of what you do, right? Like you, you kind of build brands yeah. and like, find ways to give them identity and like that kind of thing right like that's yes. kind of what your like main thing is yes yes and we love doing it here at Peer branding group i mean for me it's more about the journey it's about taking people because it's not just about selling the product but it's about inviting people on the journey with you um yeah of course with that in mind means you're on your own journey as well so with us it's about making sure that the client is having just as much of an experience as the people that they're selling to because it's important yeah. that you enjoy what you're doing because essentially, especially the, the way the new norm is now, people people buy from people they know, they buy from people that they relate to, and they, they buy into your experience. That's what branding is. It's about what, yeah. what it is about your story that you're telling that makes people relate and connect on that level so that they can support and buy into whatever it is you're selling. Um, so yeah. essentially, that's kind of what we like to do here. We want to make sure that you first are tapped in and tuned in and really enjoying the experience and the story that you're creating, because when you tell it, then it sounds different now that you understand why you're telling this story because, For sure, of, yeah. because of the reasoning behind it, because of the experiences you had, because of that story you just told. Now, when you tell it, other people get on board. They're like, wow, that's amazing. I want one. Yeah, I hope it resonates that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the idea. So, yes, um, that is what we do here. Um, and we love doing it. We love being able to help people on their journeys and help them to really yeah. help bring other people on that journey as well. Yeah, it sounds like you're really good at it. I mean, 
I, I get the sense that your brain kind of naturally works that way. It's kind of funny that way. Yes. Um, it's, it's like people will tell me their stories and it, it just kind of, it's like, I just connect the dots and it just all comes yeah. together. Like, Oh, this is how you can do it. Like you pull yeah. this, you pull that. And then there's your story. And that's what branding is. Branding is telling a story. Um, and, yeah. and you're just try, trying to really get that messaging out there. So I, love, I feel like I I'm getting it. a free branding session. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am taking notes. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the whole point. I mean, the, the idea behind even um, this podcast is to not only help um, our guests, but also our listeners to be able to understand a little bit more about what, how you got to where you are as a leader. And that's why it's called Leaders on the Rise, because we all have yeah. that part in us that's trying to dominate an area or an industry. Um, something sure. that we see is missing that we're trying to fill that void. Some, uh, and again, a story we're trying to tell through that um, while we're trying to solve that problem or fill that gap or void. And with yours, I feel like what you're trying to do is bring back that the art form of shooting and yeah. really like the authenticity behind it and what it really means. So what's going to yeah. need to be done is you need to tell the story behind why that's important. Why, when you do a shot, like, I think it was amazing how you were talking about the connection and how the difference between shooting a shot with your friends and just drinking cocktails, like, cause everyone's having yeah. their own experience when they're drinking a cocktail. Like you might have a Bahama, exactly. I might have a Long Island. It's a whole different thing. And yeah, we might share each other's drink like, Oh, it tastes mine. It tastes good. And, but it's sure. not the same as us having the same experience, the same time looking in each other's yeah. eyes, because God forbid you take a shot and you don't look the person in the eye while you're doing it. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not okay. That's not, it's not okay. okay. Then you got tap yeah. it on the table and then take right? it. So yeah, and and it's that's so interesting how like everyone kind of knows that, right? Like, like I grew up in Russia, your background's Haitian, like, and we both have come to that same conclusion that you better look the person in the eye. Like, absolutely. don't be weird. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's something that people have passed on and on. And that's why I don't think it's also not far fetched for you to bring back that origin story you talked about about the fingers. And yeah. that becomes something that's associated with your brand where now people know when you see me at the bar doing this, we're looking for some, I'm looking for someone to do the shot with me. Yeah. 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 I want some company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, for companies. I think for that's sure. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. 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 Doing that. Uh, I feel like that might be a really fun promotion to do at some point somewhere, right, you know, right. if anybody wants to buy somebody's shot. It's, it's, it's on us. Right. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, and again, it's just all about really connecting with people because again, that's the story behind it, being able to create a, an experience that helps people to connect because we're all looking for connection, especially with what's happening yeah. with the pandemic and all of that and uh, us having been in the house all the time. And now it's like we're learning all over again how to reconnect with people in a different way, in a new for normal, sure. in a new space. I mean, like we're talking on this on this um interview virtually, right? And yeah, this has become the new normal. Once upon a time, this is like, oh no, if you're not in a studio and you're not with lights and yeah. a lot of cameras, it's not, you're not really doing anything. But now right. you're sitting in your car talking to me and we're doing a whole interview. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. the new normal. Yeah, so. There are definitely benefits. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of benefits to it. So this is a great time to really take advantage of that and create another new way of connecting, another new way of taking shots or celebrating moments and creating new moments to celebrate and things like that. For so, sure. This, yeah. this is a great time. This is a great time to do it. And yeah. I mean, you came up with this concept during the pandemic. So it's also fitting. Yeah. So that yeah. goes into yeah. the story as well. Yeah. I was sitting around doing nothing. I had another business that I sold 
So uh, I was just kind of looking forward to looking forward to a summer of playing music and playing shows and then COVID hit. So that became impossible. Uh, so I was, uh, I was kind of driving my partner crazy and she, uh, and she was trying to, you know, help me be occupied, but eventually I decided I wanted to do this vodka thing and something I did not know. Uh, and, and here's a free pro tip for everybody out there, but if you call distilleries and you tell them that you're thinking about, you know, doing a brand, whether it's vodka or whiskey or tequila, they'll send you samples. I, I literally spent, I don't know, six, seven months calling around 40, 50 different distilleries across the US uh, trying to find the right one to make this vodka. And I would just, you know, they would send me samples and then I would, I would do blind taste tests, you know, constantly of like all these different vodkas. Um, it was, it was a full-time job just doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's all fitting, but you see how the stories all come together, like about connecting about the change in, in, in the new normal, because of the pandemic, you came up with this idea in the pandemic. It's a new way of connecting with people, especially since after the pandemic, we're all looking for new ways to connect and all of that. So it all comes together as part of the story as to who you are, your background and why this is something that it's changing the way people look at shooting vodka yeah yeah i hope it does you know because yeah like i've been saying it's such like a nice pleasant thing to like sit down with one person or six people or whatever um one one thing i really hope i can kind of integrate into the uh, restaurant scene here in brooklyn is um getting table side vodka you know like a like a 375 milliliter bottle has about 10 shots or something so so if you're at dinner with like two, three, four people having like a little bottle on ice there while you're having dinner is like so nice. And there's a couple of restaurants that do it, but it's, you know, very, very far from mainstream. Um, and I think it would be so lovely for restaurants to be able to offer that like I in a nice that. little ice bucket. Yeah. Just like if you're celebrating something cool or um, yeah, people order like, you know, bottles of wine to to their table all the time and yeah like i said there's a time and a place for that as well but um i would love to be able to bring that into the atmosphere and it would have how many shots in it so a 375 milliliter bottle would have about 10 11 shots something like that um so yeah like two three four people right um and then a 750 bottle would have you know 23 24 shots so that would be for more Okay. Okay. Maybe even consider having an even smaller one as well, because I'll definitely make you stand out where it's just yeah, just for like two people, just for two people to shoot. So I mean, on an average night, I guess if I'm out, I probably do two shots, two to three shots with someone. Yeah. Go past three, because after that, like you said, it's early night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a smaller, a smaller version that has about five, four, four to five or six shots in it. Um, yeah, that's a good call. I should look into that. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, now you that, now you see this little nice bottle option. come. People, people, I just see people Instagramming it and being so excited, like look at this small bottle of vodka that. Oh, came for like, sure, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it would be a special thing, like in and of itself, it would just be like you know a special thing to do to like, yeah, make a memory yeah. about something. 
yes, and be able to pour your little shots and take your shots together and not not yeah. have that pressure of trying to finish that big. Because I'll be honest, whenever I have to do bottle service at a place, the pressure yeah. to finish that whole bottle. It's stressful, right? You're so right. You're, you're so right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. stressful because it's like you want to buy a bottle, you want to celebrate, but you're like, uh, it's too much liquor. It's just me and you. And so now you got this whole bottle. Yeah. You got to find all these people that you don't know. And again, we don't have this yet. It's not. <laughs> so it would be nice to be able to order to still have that celebration, too. I would still like to have the bottles and the people come out with the lights and stuff. And it's just yeah. me and my girl. And we still got a little bottle and we still look real cute about it. And we still get the yeah, whole exactly, yeah. behind it without the added pressure. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs that stress? Right. Like everything yes. about this should be appropriate and pleasant and like fit your mood. And yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think that would be a definitely great writing that down. Yes, I think that'd be another great experience to kind of incorporate. Just the yeah, yeah, just a me and you and why toi kind of experience where you can just still order yeah. your bottle service and and shoot it yeah. with your friend, you know. Yeah, that sounds excellent. <laughs> yes, and of course have the little buckets that are branded with your logo and stuff. You know, of course, of so course, made custom yeah. for that experience and all of that. So yeah, I think that would be a great experience to create for people who are not looking to finish a whole bottle. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and you can't take it home. So that's a lot of times like, oh, what am I going to do? So I yeah. think that would be a great way to kind of position that, especially in, in the Brooklyn area. I know there's a lot of little restaurants and things like that who, um, especially in the new, what was that new area they have? Where's all those little restaurants now in Brooklyn? Where in Brooklyn? Do you know? Like, uh, like uh, North, Southeast? Oh, I forget. They, they have a new name for that area. The new, the new little hot spots that everybody goes to. It's been a while, but. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, there's probably a ton of them. Yeah. New York is, Brooklyn has changed quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Brooklyn is magic. I, yes. I love living there. Yes. Brooklyn's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So if someone wanted to know more about the vodka and how they can get it themselves or be a part of it, maybe you're looking for investors or maybe you will a partner or ambassadors. How do they connect yeah. and learn more about how to be a part of this brand? Yeah, I'm for sure looking for brand ambassadors. Uh, so if anybody that's listening is interested, please reach out. But uh, our Instagram probably is the best place right now. Uh, it's Zakuska Vodka. Um, and yeah, we'll post updates there and you could reach out uh, and talk to me there. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a one man show for the time being. Um, I have a great PR team and I have a great branding team, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of the one running the thing for the time being. So, um, uh, yeah, reach out, come say hi. I can let you know where the VACA is located. Um, eventually, there will be a website where it'll have a map everywhere that is uh, carrying it. Um, and I'm hoping that it'll be sort of out in circulation, out at stores in the next 60 days or so. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll be out in the world and uh, born and beautiful and <laughs> having people enjoying it. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing this amazing experience with me. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate you having me. Of course, me. Yeah. of course. Thank and you. it's definitely going to change the way I look at shooting um, vodka or anything else because I... Oh, I'm happy you know, to hear that. Right. Now that I'm thinking about the, the level of connection, because I'm all about connecting with people. So yeah. really having that in the back of my mind as it's happening and really trying to see how 
just put more punctuation, like you said, in that moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a bottle of this stuff and maybe we'll do a part two after you've had a chance to enjoy Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I would love that. I would love to yeah. have you back to kind of talk about the experience, do a, do a little review. <laughs> right. That'd be <laughs> and nice. We can shoot a yeah. shot while we're talking. <laughs> oh, that sounds excellent. I'm on I think virtual shots are a movement as well, because a lot of my girlfriends, whenever it's someone's birthday, we do shots all day long. So we'll FaceTime the person and oh. they have to do shots. Every time you call them, they have to do shot. They have to do a shot whenever you call them. And awesome. so imagine you have 10, 15 girlfriends calling you on your birthday. <laughs> oh, my Dang. gosh. <laughs> and next time it's your birthday, you let me know. I'll send a bottle to you and all your girlfriends. Absolutely. I appreciate it. It just, yeah. passed, it just passed last week. So we got a whole year. To go. Oh goodness! Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show, Arthur. I really appreciate. Oh yeah, story yeah. And hearing more about yeah, it was really um, fun. Yes, and hearing more about the history of vodka as well. I think yeah. that was really awesome to be able to tap into that aspect. So thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Talk to you again. Yes, yes, absolutely. So once again, everyone, if you're looking to learn more about. Um, Zakuska Vodka. You go to Zakuska Vodka on Instagram and you'll be able to connect with author there and be able to find out more about either being a brand ambassador or about when the vodka is coming out, where you can find it. And maybe even if you're looking to invest, you might be looking for some investors as well. So getting more I could information use a couple, there. yeah. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, so Zakuska Vodka on Instagram. And we look forward to learning more about your journey and about how you're changing the world one shot at a time. <laughs> that sounds lovely. I love that tagline. I hope you don't mind if I take it. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Lydia. Really good talking to you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandinggroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at Lydia Pierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.